The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guy's Guy's Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guy's Guy's Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show, and today's episode is number 501. Yep, we passed the 500 mark last week with Dr. Joe Vitale from The Secret, and we've got a great show for you today to kick off the next 500. We've got two return guests to Guys Guys Radio, Karen Noe, a psychic medium who's really terrific. She's from my home state of New Jersey and from Bergen County, where I grew up, and she does some great work, a lot of books, a best-selling author. She actually wrote one called The We Consciousness about a collective in another dimension that Dr. Wayne Dyer is a part of, and she channels Dr. Dyer, and she's done that through to Dr. Dyer's family, so pretty unique talent. Very nice individual, and I'm so pleased she's back on the show. And she's got an Angel Quest Oracle set of cards that she's going to discuss with us. I got one in the mail a couple of weeks ago. I've been working with it, and it's a good energy from the cards. And it's a nice practice to do to every once in a while, and maybe even daily. Take out the deck of cards, fan them, pick out a card for the day, see what the message might be. Or you could do a, you can do it in a lot of different ways that we'll get into with Karen. So we've got Karen Noe. We also have uh, Brent Michael Phillips. He was an MIT graduate and uh, kind of a software engineer, and he developed a practice after a spontaneous healing that he had. It's called Awakening Dynamics. He's got a new book, Part 2, The Formula for Miracles, The Experience. So we're going to get Brent back on Guys Guys Radio, and I think you're really going to enjoy our show and our interview today. So what's happening out there? Well, this is the week between this... (laughs) The NFL championships and the Super Bowl, it seems like that quiet sports week, but it hasn't been because there's been a lot of controversy with some of the hiring practices and other stuff in the NFL. So there's, there's, always, there's always some drama when it comes to sports now, transcending the games. It's, it's so much more these days in our culture, but it's, it's amazing what's happened with fo- professional football and just football in general has really overtaken, I think, baseball as our national pastime. Everybody seems to watch football. The Super Bowl has transcended meaning uh, merely a championship football game to a worldwide event that's viewed by billions of viewers around the globe. And they sell so much merchandise to men, women, seniors, kids, and pets even. There's all types of NFL merchandise. Everybody's got their team or their teams. And this year, we've got a pretty fresh take on the Super Bowl, I think, because the Kansas City Chiefs have been really tough, and they were in the last two Super Bowls. They got knocked out in the championship game of the AFC against the Cincinnati Bengals, kind of the upstart team that made it all the way through to the Super Bowl with on-the-road upsets each week. And they're going to play the Los Angeles Rams, who are going to be the home team in the Super Bowl, and that they're playing in their home stadium, yet Cincinnati is actually the home team 
because it's the AFC's turn to be the home team, even though if it's an, it's an NFL stadium, and it, and it turns out to be the LA Rams SoFi Stadium as their home field. So it's going to be an interesting game. We've got the whole uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Eminem, etc., going to perform at halftime. So that should be pretty interesting. And this is a week where not much happens sports-wise. And then the following week, what's coming up now, what we're into now, is everybody's talking about the Super Bowl all different ways. And it's amazing how much focus on it because you know what <laughs> there's a lot of betting going on when it comes to the super bowl all different ways you can bet whether it's those office pools where you get a box with the different scores by quarter or just people playing bets on everything from the coin toss to you know who will score the first points and uh, how many receptions to the top receivers will get just everything and i think we have to be careful uh, a couple of things i want to mention uh, for our society is that the, this whole the the way professional sports has embraced gambling i think we have to be really careful be careful because gambling is a disease and some people can't handle it and if you might want to have a few bets and have some fun but then some people they get turned on by the the thrill of gambling and they end up getting themselves in big trouble because they're they're wagering more than they can afford to lose and that's a sad state of affairs so I think we've got to be careful as a society and a culture to protect people, to not really push them on this gambling thing so much. Uh, it's available everywhere now, and it seems like more and more states and cities are opening up. But we've got to make sure that we have some guardrails in place because uh, a lot of people have a problem with it. And so just if you know anybody, just keep your eyes on them and see if you can be there as support to help out as necessary. But have some fun with the Super Bowl, and uh, we'll just we'll just take it from there. So, special episode of Guys Guys Radio number five hundred one. We've got psychic medium Karen Noe, and we've got Awakening Dynamics founder Brent Michael Phillips. So let's do it right now. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, it's the favorite portion of my show because I get to interview another thought leader, a really cool person, and this time it's a return guest to the show. Her name is Karen Noe. She's a psychic medium, and she's worked with a fine artist named Marie Antoinette Kelly, and they put together a uh, Angel Quest Oracle cards. I have a set of them. They're beautifully done. I've worked with them, and I can't uh, recommend them highly enough. Really terrific stuff. And uh, the deck was created to enhance direct communication between you and your angels. And as you invoke those in the heavenly realm, you receive accurate, uplifting messages to help you better understand steps you need to take to you know, live your best life. So let me tell you a little bit about Karen, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Since best-selling author Dr. Wayne Dyer left the physical plane in 2015, Karen has been receiving profound messages from him for his family and for the world as we know. And Wayne comes through with a group of other celestial beings, called the We Guys that includes St. Francis of Assisi and numerous other angels and ascended master. Karen is a uh, author of so many books, We Consciousness, as I mentioned, Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After Loss, uh, Through the Eyes of Another, A Medium's Guide to Creating Heaven and Earth, By Encountering Your Life Review Now, and just so much more. And we're going to talk about today, the main focus of our discussion is going to be this new Angel Quest Oracle deck. It's really amazing. So my very special guest, Guys Guys Radio, Thank you, Karen Noe, for coming back to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. So let's start at the beginning for some folks who may not be familiar with you. How have you always been able to connect with angels and how did this all begin? 
Oh my goodness. I was always psychic as a child. Um, I would have dreams that would come true, precognitive dreams. My father used to take me to the racetrack and I picked the winning horses for him. But I am an animal activist now. Look, everything I do is about animals. I'm a vegan, you know, and I don't go to racetrack anymore. But about 25 years ago, I was going through a difficult time in my life. And I just sat at the edge of my bed and I yelled at God and I said, am I going to be okay? And with that, I saw a light that came towards me from the other side of the room. And as I said, if you're not of God, as it was coming towards me, I said, if you're not of God, please leave. Now, of course, 25 years later, I know we're all of God. Everything's of God. But at that, you know, at that time, I said, if you're not of God, please leave. Just kept coming towards me and eventually it enveloped me. And at that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucha Lucina, Bella Lucha Lucina. And you're Italian, yes? yes Do you know yeah. Italian? Uh, it means bit, light, yeah. little mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. little beautiful little sure. light. And I've since learned it was St. Francis of Assisi, who's been guiding and protecting me ever since. And ever since that experience, I started receiving messages from the angels and deceased loved ones. And at first, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind. But the more I shared the messages I received, the more peace I gave to these people, things that I would never have known. And the rest is history. Um, This is that in a nutshell. It's a long story. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I started working in the back of a hair salon, doing Reiki on people. Mm -hmm. And um, then that caught on. And eventually, I was booked months ahead of time, then years ahead of time. For, for you, Karen, was there any particular uh, angel or entity or ascended master that came through to you to kind of help you clarify what your gift was and your purpose? It's kind of, and I didn't know it at the time. That's a very good question. Nobody ever asked me that. At the time, I didn't realize I had the We Guides with me, which was in the later book that I wrote. But it was like a downloaded message of this is what to do, do this. My intuition increased. And it was just an amazing, huge angelic presence rather than just one angel. It felt like a group uh, presence, if that makes sense. And now I've, I've learned it was, the, it was the we guides. You know, we hear the terms, you know, guardian angels, archangels, ascended masters. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure everybody is uh, familiar with what the kind of the differences are. I get kind of a, when I talk, when I use the term like higher self, I'm not sure is that, is this higher self, my guardian angel? So anyhow, the question is, What's the difference between your higher self, your guardian angel, your archangels, and the ascended masters? Before I begin, we are all one, so they are all part of who we are. But in reality, okay, so we have guardian angel, who are only our angels from the moment we're born all the way through our lives, and sometimes after. That So I wouldn't be able to call upon your guardian angel, right? It's just your angel, my angel. Then there are archangels who could be like Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel. I talk more about that in uh, with the angel oracle card deck, but they could be in more than one place at one time. So if you call upon Archangel Michael, for example, to take away negativity in your life or in the world, you're not taking him away from somebody who needs him more. Then there are ascended masters, people who've been here on the physical plane, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all of them. Um, whoever high, uh, they have attained Buddhahood, um, higher consciousness, and so forth. There are celestial beings in other realms, such as on other planets. You know, we're not the only. That's a whole different topic in itself. But to think that Earth is the only planet that has life, well, maybe life as we know it, but not 
life in general. And there are higher um, entities from other galaxies and so forth. But our higher self is attaining, um, remembering who we are, connecting to source, God, universal energy, whatever you want to call it. So we we call upon, we go, we meditate to connect to our higher selves, which is God, the source within us. So the other thing we talk about sometimes is, uh, you know, connecting with deceased, our deceased loved ones, and you do a lot of work in that area. And it's interesting reading your book, We Consciousness, about Dr. Dyer. It's, uh, and I've noticed this, I think, with my father who passed, when he, the, the times he's come through to me, the first time he came through, he looked at his best. He looked at the right age and he, he just showed up in my dream and he was there and there was no doubt about him. That was him. Yet in other times, I sense that he is now part of something more like one part of himself was my dad and the other part of himself was all the other lives or whatever that he's led. And he's part of something that's bigger than that. Maybe he's in a different soul family or soul group or whatever. And I think you mentioned all of that when you uh, talk about Dr. Dyer in We Consciousness. Could you elaborate, please, Karen? That was profound. First of all, you're getting amazing dreams. Uh, a lot of my clients would love those types of dreams. They're begging their deceased loved ones to come in a dream. And um, a lot of times you have to be patient and wait. And the, the dream will happen when you least expect it. And before I get into your question, you have to know the difference between a true visitation and a dream from your subconscious. So mm -hmm. my clients, sometimes they have very negative dreams. Their deceased loved ones mad at them and so forth. And I say, that's not them. When you're having your dreams, though, that's really your dad. That's your dream. I mean, they usually come as the age they would like to be remembered as. Sometimes it's 35. Many times it's like 35-ish. They do join forces with a group consciousness, and they are all, all past, present, and future is all now. So you're experiencing your dad in all of his past lives, present, you know, all of that. Truly amazing. I'd love to hear about that one day. You know, how does that, how did you experience that? Well, he came through after he it was recently after he passed, he just showed up and he had his blue sweater on and he was about he looked at the age that he looked to me as my dad in his prime. So probably like 50 ish, maybe between 50 and 55, uh, gray hair and uh, very handsome. And uh, and he was just there. And I, I knew it was him and he didn't say anything. But I, I felt I felt the love there and the connection that he was showing me. I'm here. So that's that was my experience, Karen. No, that, I asked, that's a wonderful experience. Most people want to have that experience. Some people have not so great memories of their loved ones and so forth, but that was profound. The fact that you dreamt of him in all of his lives. Wow. <laughs> so he's really, really showing you what he's going through now. So that's beautiful. That's also interesting. And then we'll move on that. I, I, I don't think, I don't think anybody in our family got to know who he really was. It was a lot of stuff he was working on kind of behind the scenes, if you will. And I won't get into that, that we didn't know about, but he was my dad and he was a really interesting guy. And I'm more than uh, filled with gratitude for the time we spent on the physical plane together. And I know when it's my turn to pass, I know he'll be the one to greet me uh, initially. Absolutely. So I hope so. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. um, what are some of the signs when we're talking with angels, uh, we're trying to communicate with angels or communicating with them, Karen, and by the way, Karen Noe is my special guest on Guys Guys Radio. We're going to get into her angel deck in a minute. But what are some of the signs that angels have when they communicate with us? How do they communicate with us? Well, first of all, we have to raise our vibration so it's more on par with the energy of theirs. And there's many ways to do that. Um, 
be more compassionate, forgiveness, um, eat a more compassionate diet, um, all sorts of things. See through the eyes of the other person, see why they're going through what they're going through. Um, in that way, we'll be able to receive messages. You must be doing something that you're getting all these, you know, these dreams. So yes, you're meditating, all of that, praying, meditating, and so forth. But if you're not able to feel them, they love to give us signs to let us know they're with us. Some of the signs would be they, they're able to use their energy to come inside of a bird, a ladybug, a dragonfly, a butterfly, any animal, to let us know they're with us. But it would do something that it normally wouldn't do, such as peck at our window or land on us or encircle us, something like that. I have amazing stories from clients and myself uh, of this type of sign. They love to play with electricity, turning the lights on and off, or you keep seeing the same number over and over, whether it be 1111, 2222. Um, sometimes you smell uh, a fragrance for no reason. You'll smell flowers or, you know, if it's a deceased loved one, it's not an angel. Angel, I don't think angels smell, uh, smoke, but deceased uh, <laughs> loved ones often uh, leave the smell of cigarette smoke or cigar smoke and so forth. Sometimes they give us the perfect so uh, song at the perfect time with the words you need to hear. I mean, I could go on and on, but it's usually I call them without a doubt signs. Something that normally doesn't happen that even people who don't believe in this say, wow, that's a sign. That's a sign from my dad. That's a sign from an angel. They know it. They keep finding feathers or pennies and so forth, things like that. You know, that's amazing because whenever I go for a walk with my son, he's eight and he got to know my my dad for a short period of time, which was great. And he still remembers him. We always find pennies and we always have feathers in our path. So I know and I think of my dad when I'm walking with my son, because I think about, you know, when I was a kid with my dad and now I'm a dad and I'm with my kid. And it's just it's just wonderful. Uh, the You know, the cycle of life and anything. But anyhow, let's. Well you know what, before we go on, Please. that's wonderful that the more you're acknowledging the signs, the more he'll give them to you. Make sure to put the coins in a jar. Do you save them or the uh, feathers uh, in a bag? No, I, I well, if they're clean, I'll pick them up and we keep yeah. them. Um, uh, <laughs> but the coins my son takes, he picks up anytime. He's always looking for money. <laughs> so oh, we, we haven't kept them separately, but maybe that's a good idea from now on. Yeah, you'll see how many you're getting. It's amazing. Cool. So let's talk about this uh, this deck. It's called the Angel Quest Oracle deck. It's uh, Karen Noe and your partner, Marie Antoinette Kelly. Just They're just absolutely beautiful. I've been working with them for about a week. Tell us how you had the uh, inspiration to develop this deck and how you started working with uh, Marie Antoinette. Okay, so um, for many years, I have a, a center in New Jersey called the Angel Quest Center, and people want to learn how to connect with angels and their deceased loved ones. And throughout all these years, I've been using someone else's deck. And at this time, she renounced her deck, uh, her decks, and um, I said, "Well, I have to do my own then." So um, I said, "That's it. I just put." started to meditate, and I remembered a long time ago with my first book, "The Rainbow Follows the Storm." written in 2004, um, I had a publicist that helped me to publicize the book. He said, oh, my wife is an artist. You know, she does great things. And I, I Googled her and we actually used her artwork for one of my books, Your Life After Their Death. So she came to mind and the rest is history. 
She's amazing. Well, she did a be- beautiful job. That what I, one of the things I love about the deck is that it comes in a nice package where you can put the cards back in. The the cards have a lot of uh, heft to them, so they're not going to bend or anything, and uh, they're just beautiful to work with. So let's talk about how do they work? How do the cards work? I noticed that most of the messages are it's pretty positive. I don't see in, you know the upside down hangman and stuff like that. These are more <laughs> inspirational, if you will. Tell us about that. Well, they're messages from angels, and angels are only love and peace. So they're messages from a higher source. Um, they truly are. I, even it blows my mind. I taught a class two days ago on how to connect with the angelic realm, and one of the the messages was how to you know how to do it with the angel card deck. And this is the deck. And the whole time we're spending about how to raise your vibration to connect with the celestial realm, we spent quite a you know bit of time. So I said, okay, what does the class need to know? So I took the deck. And I'll tell you how to do it. And I'm shuffling. And I said, angels, what does this class need to know? And raising your vibration came flying out of the deck. It's just even blows my mind. The angels, with if you set the intention that you want to receive messages from them, they will give you the perfect message. So what you want to do when you first get the deck is you take the deck in your hand that you do not write with. So I'm lefty. And you hold it with the hand you do not write with. And then you just... You, uh, how do you say it? You knuckle it, you mm-hmm. bang it with your knuckle. And that takes away all the energy from whoever touched it before you, because you want to have only your energy on the deck so that the angels are working directly with you. This is different than tarot cards. Tarot cards are completely different. This is These are messages from a higher realm. Okay, once you do that, you want to put your energy on each card. So you're going to flip through each card like that and put your energy on it. And then all you have to do, there's different types of uh, angel card readings. And you know what's great in the deck, you know, in the uh, card deck, everything's explained. So there's a little booklet that explains what each card means in more depth. And on each card itself, it'll have a little message on it for you with the word that you need with a, a sentence, which angel's helping you and what it means. So I know I'm going fast, but. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's, can we try one, Karen? I mean, uh, I think the basic sure. one would be the kind of the past, present, future. Could you pull cards for me from the angels? Absolutely. So this is for Robert. I'm asking the angels, what does Robert need to know about his past, present, and future? So I'm going to do three cards. The first card is the past. Second card is present. And third card is future. What would he need to know in the future? So what you do is, I'm, I'll tell, I'm telling those who are listening, you kind of fan the cards over your heart area, heart chakra. You say, angels, what does Robert need to know? And then you go to your third eye, which is your psychic center, and you fan the cards there. And then what I do is I shuffle. What does Robert need to know today about his past? And I'm not going to tell you until they, until they come out. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> That's your past. Present. What does Robert need to know about his present situation? So again, Karen Noe, my very special guest on Guys Guys Radio. She's created the Angel Quest Oracle cards with her partner who illustrated them, Marie Antoinette Kelly. And we're doing a reading, a three-card reading right now. Okay. You ready for this? It's pretty... Okay. So we could go in... (laughs) A lot of detail, but we could just go surface. And I'll go into a little bit more deep detail okay. because it really makes sense what happened just now. Your past, it's its the wisdom card. 
Okay. This is your past. So the so angels, the angel of wisdom was giving you insight from a higher realms and look what you're doing. You know, your radio show, you're bringing higher consciousness to an audience who are resonating with this message. So the angels are bringing you the wisdom that you need to know in the past, bringing you to this present point. Now, present is positive thoughts. You're interviewing Joe Vitale later. Nice. So we're talking about the secret and positive <laughs> thoughts. This is your present. Okay. Isn't that funny? Right. This is, you're Fantastic. saying your 500th episode. So it's no surprise present. You're working with the angels are advising you to focus on solutions instead of problems, working on what you want rather than what you don't want. Law of attraction. Mm -hmm. You're interviewing Joe Vitale. It's all... Perfect. You know how that works. You know, the universe works in ways to conspire to make that happen. And the future, I think, is also, as, as I said before, past, present, and future is all now. Signs from deceased loved ones. We were just talking about it. And it says, you know, your deceased loved ones are giving you signs to let you know they're with you. I mean, then you could go to the book. Mm -hmm. remember these three cards you have the book it's wisdom positive thoughts and signs from deceased loved ones okay right yeah? and then you could look in the book and there's a more detailed message on all of it but it makes total sense and you'll see it's just it's crazy i mean and when usually when i do the angel cards you saw the cards flew out yes of the deck so mm -hmm. So doesn't when, always do that for everybody. So no. just if somebody's wanting to do angel cards and they're just shuffling the deck, you'll feel when you need to take the card. You know, a lot of people, Karen, uh, everybody's into, you know, manifesting since the secret came out and uh, it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. And a lot of people get frustrated because they'll think or something like, I want this car and I want this car. And they're kind of keeping it in the future. And I, I, I think my sense is that uh, I think, and I think for myself also, one of the challenges is, is for people to put themselves in a position to do two things. One, to allow the beautiful gifts and abundances to come to them. And number two, to be open to not having the tunnel vision. And I know this happens with myself. I want things. This is the future I plan this way. And it has to be this way because we live in a culture that's like, I do this, I get that. I do this, I get that. I do this, can get that. And that's not how it works. And we need to be open to uh, different endings. Uh, it's like a great story where, you know, you get the ending you want, but not in the way that you expect. And what you could get, what the universe has in mind for you could be so much greater than the specific pinpointed goal that you've made for yourself. Could you please talk about this stuff, Karen? Absolutely. That is, that's a great question because the bottom line is we, the bottom line is we want to be happy. So whatever you're asking for, you're wanting to be happy. So whether it be the car, the job, the perfect relationship, all of it is to be happy. And sometimes the universe works in ways to conspire to make things work out for you in your best interest. And you will see it later on. You'll say, well, I'm glad the other thing didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. the most important thing we have to do is when we're trying to manifest something is feel it as if it's happening now, not in the future. How would you feel? Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled now, if you have the perfect job, the perfect uh, relationship, and or any of that, you and know, the car's not going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. A little bit, it may, but you know, <laughs> well, fantastic. The name of the card deck is the Angel Quest Oracle card. My special guest, Karen Noe, on Guys Guys Radio. Tell everybody where they can find more about you. Pick up your books, etc. Karen. 
Uh, you could find all of my books on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You could go to my website at karennoe.com. And that's K-A-R-E-N-N-O-E.com. Fantastic. Well, you're wonderful. You're doing great work. I'm always so appreciative of your coming on the show. I hope you'll come back again. And until then, all the best to you. And thank you so much, Karen. Thank you so much. Angel blessings to you. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men, better world. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, got a very special guest today. He's a return guest. He was one of my early guests a few years ago, and he works on uh, awakening dynamics. It's a very interesting modality. It's unique. Nobody else is doing it. Uh, Brent Michael Phillips is my guest. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He was a world-class software engineer from MIT, and he helped, actually was one of the people working on the creation of the internet way back when, after he left MIT to produce a technology startup, he had a major physical challenge in years of chronic pain. His uh, elbow actually got locked and uh, failed treatments led doctors to put him on permanent disability. He had his right arm paralyzed from an experimental surgery. When we talked about it in the past, Brent tried everything. But then he contacted a healer and he experienced his first miracle when his arm was instantly and permanently healed to this day. Since then, he's gone on his own journey, studying with the world's top master healers, gurus, psychics, spiritual teachers to discover and reverse engineer the scientific laws and principles underlying uh, instant healing and also financial abundance, loving relationships. And according to Brent, even enlightenment, which which is a big mouthful there. He's a creative awakening dynamic system for subconscious healing, clearing, excuse me, instant healing, manifestation, seeing energy and auras, and the ascension of the consciousness from awakening, and once again, to an enlightened state. Brent's uh, Amazon number one selling, best-selling co-author, inventor of the formula for miracles technology. His passion is teaching, healing, and helping others to experience their own spiritual awakening. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio, Brent Michael Phillips. How are you, Brent? I'm great. Excited to be here. Fantastic. So tell us quickly, I think uh, for context, for those who are not familiar with your story, could you do a quick uh, overview of what happened to you? You, I know your arm was locked, you're on permanent disability, nothing worked, and then you had a breakthrough. Yeah, absolutely. Be happy to. So short version is I grew up, I was a total nerd, ended up at college at MIT and grad school at MIT. And I became one of the world's leading experts in computer internetworking. And it was really exciting because when the internet boom started in the mid-90s, I was perfectly positioned. I figured, hey, I can move to California, recruit my best friend, we'll start an internet company and make millions of dollars. And I figured after that, maybe I'll retire to an island and spend my days hot tubbing with supermodels. Right? So that was my plan. Uh, But it didn't work out that well. That's a good plan. It was a good plan, especially for a young man, right? Why not? (laughs) And uh, things went well at first. The first year, we did a lot of great websites. 
my first website was actually the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. So we did the website for Disneyland, Nissan Motors, a lot of good stuff. We even started a second company to make online games based on my grad school research. So really the sky was the limit, but I got crushed by my health that I was working 60, 80, even 90, hundred hours a week. I came down with devastating repetitive stress injuries. And I learned years later, I had also contracted chronic Lyme disease and I was suffering from chemical poisoning from aspartame. So I was a mess. And uh, long story short, I spent three years in conventional treatment. They didn't help me at all. And I got kicked out by the top doctor at Curlin Job, who's the, which is the big, biggest physical therapy clinic on the West Coast. And when I was 27, he literally sent me home to die, telling me there was no way I could get out of pain. There was no chance I could ever work again or have a normal life. And that was devastating. Uh, I turned to alternative medicine to try to find a solution. And I spent the next five years living with my parents on disability, running up a huge credit card debt, doing all this alternative medicine. And I mean, you name it, I tried it, right? I did hundreds of sessions of acupuncture. I took herbs. I did cleanses, homeopathy, osteopathy, chiropractic. I mean, I could go on and on. And nothing made a difference. It was so frustrating. I just kept getting worse. Uh, there's all sorts of other drama. My best friend stole the company from me, sold it for millions of dollars. I mean, I could go on and on all the terrible things that went on. But well, let's fast forward. So you met a, yeah. a healer. Yep. So we fast forward to uh, after five years of more failed treatments, I agreed to have an experimental surgery that a doctor thought could could cure me. And instead of helping me, it was a disaster because it, my right arm was paralyzed by the surgery. So. Uh, long story short, I spent a lot of things trying to get my arm to move and nothing worked. Then I went to this crazy healer lady named Terry, and she showed me this process of working with subconscious blocks. And it was all very interesting, but I'm like, what does it have to do with my arm, right? But uh, long story short, at the end of our first session, she kind of went into a trance for a minute, and I felt this pop inside my elbow. And I was like, oh my God, I could move my arm again. I had experienced a genuine miracle. And so that's how this uh, uh, software engineer, scientist, and skeptic became uh, a big proponent of energy healing and mind power. You know, it's amazing because uh, for our listeners out there, Brent is a his engineering and software background. He applies that to spirituality and healing. And I think it makes a lot of sense because it seems like having gone through a lot of, I've taken one of Brent's courses, I've interviewed in the past, I read his books, and it seems like Whenever we can uh, get in a more direct relationship with the divinity, with spirit, we can make things happen. In other words, if you can get up to the fifth dimension, the same, the rules, the 3D rules do not apply. And it sounds like Brent has found a way through rewiring the brain's subconscious software to be able to tack onto spirit in a more direct way with a lot of, without a lot of the garbage there and just get the work done. I know I've kind of just encapsulated it. Am I on the right track here or Brent, do you want to Absolutely. take it from there? Yeah, what, what I did was uh, I, I was not born a natural healer or an intuitive, nothing like that. I had to learn this all. And my approach was uh, because I didn't have that natural talent, I went out and I reverse engineered the masters. So I spent a decade running around working with some incredible people with amazing talents, uh, natural healers, intuitives, mystics, shamans, gurus. 
And little by little, I figured out a lot of what they were doing. And I kind of took it and ran it through what I call my new age fluff filter. And I separated out and got rid of all the feel good and the, and the filler and the nonsense. So what's left is just what really works. Real simple techniques that and teachings people can use and apply to their lives to get real results. I was just reading a chapter in your book about you know the different dimensions, third, fourth, and fifth, and you can have instantaneous healings in the fifth dimension. And uh, so, are you rewiring the subconscious, helping people rewire their subconscious mind so they can access the fifth dimension to create yes. instant, instantaneous healings or? whatever it is to address issues instantaneously because you're in a different vibratory state. That, that, that's very close to the truth. Absolutely. It's a great way to put it that most of us are stuck in what you might call the four dimensional bubble of biology, <laughs> right? We got the X axis left and right, Y up and down the Z axis back and forth, the three dimensions of space, plus the dimension of time. And our biology is stuck in those, that four dimensional bubble, but the subconscious mind has the ability to transcend it. The way I would put it is the subconscious mind is the interface to the higher dimensional power. So if you know how to work with the subconscious, you can actually access that fifth dimensional energy and use it for purposes, for things we want in our lives. And it's not too much different than what we've done with electricity. That of course, humans living in primitive settings, they knew what electricity was, that saw lightning bolts in a thunderstorm, right? They felt static shocks in the winter, but they didn't understand it. They couldn't harness it. And, but then we figured it out. We, under, we discovered the laws of electromagnetism and we've developed all this incredible technology. So electricity does things for us, right? It heats our homes, it powers our electronics. It, it runs all these things, right? And the fifth dimension is sort of like that. There's this incredible power and energy that's right there all around us, but our biology doesn't give us direct access to it, but we can do it through the mind and the subconscious. So if you know how to work with the subconscious, you can harness that fifth dimensional energy and power and use it to do useful things. Not so, too much different than we can harness electricity and use it to do useful things. I, I love your software approach because I think it makes perfect sense for this how do you then, uh, what are the steps in layman's terms and as much as you can, I don't, I don't mind asking you to give away the special sauce, rewire the subconscious to, I guess, eliminate blockages to be able to do things instantaneously. And I'll put yeah, that in quotes. Sure. It's uh, really, it's a technology. And that's what I'd love for the listeners to take away, that there is a technology to consciousness. There are certain things you have to get right so it works. So if you're going to build an airplane, there are certain things you have to get right. The shape of the wings, the material, the, the lift and the drag, the power of the engines, right? That there's all these pieces you have to put together to make an airplane fly safely. Doing healing or manifesting is no different. There are certain pieces that have to be put into place. And I can give a few of them right now. Sure. There's maybe seven or eight pieces, a few that are very easy to understand. One is the theta brain state. That in my research on the masters, what I found was there was a really strong correlation between what we call paranormal mystical phenomena, things like instant healings, manifestation of remote viewing, talking to the dead, et cetera, and a waking theta brainwave, which is the brainwave we normally go into when we're asleep and dreaming. 
So part of the technology is to learn how to get your brain into that theta state when you're awake and conscious. That the theta state is like a magical key that unlocks the subconscious to us. And this is one of the reasons people doing typical law of attraction and prayer don't often get good results. It's not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just they're using the wrong brainwave. It's nothing personal, right? That trying to do healing from a beta state, which is what we're normally in, is going to work about as well as gluing feathers on your arm and flapping your, flapping your arms to try to fly. It's nothing personal. It just it doesn't work that way, right? So my goal with these processes is to show people in simple ways, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this then you get the result out the other side. Now, it seems, Brent, that we, we live in a, a, you know, a 3D world and a collective agreement of, you know, you do this and you get that, you do this, you get that, you do this, you get that. It doesn't have to be that way. And I think a lot of the uh, very successful people realize that, you know, you have to know how to allow, you know, have to know how to receive. It's not about, all about how hard you work, even though you need to put the work in, but it's about knowing how to work with energy. And I think that's what you're doing in your formula for miracles. So could you explain to us a little bit about your books? You have uh, the first book and I've got the second one here, the experience part two formula for miracles. What can um, our listeners expect to get out of your book separate kind of from what you teach in your seminars and workshops? Sure. The, 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 the second book is really exciting because the second book is all about the science that what I do is I break down step for step by step how the science of miracles works because there are laws of the universe many of them we're familiar with the law of gravity the law of electromagnetism the law of, of fission there are these laws of the universe that govern how things work there's physical laws as well as metaphysical laws some of the better known metaphysical laws would be the law of attraction the law of exchange and so in the same way that if you understand aerodynamics you can build an airplane if you understand the metaphysical laws, you can build a healing, you can build manifestation. And the second book is really exciting because it's really, it's all about the science explaining how miracles occur. It's really not a supernatural thing. It's a natural thing that our science has not wrapped its head around yet. Uh, I believe Isaac Asimov famously said sufficiently advanced technology is identical to magic. Mm -hmm. And that's why these things seem like magic to us. It might, may sound too good to be true. Can we experience instant healings? Yes. And it's not a supernatural phenomena. It's a natural phenomena. It's just using laws of the universe that are not well understood. You are proof of that because it happened to you. So Brett right. Ma Michael Phillips, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio, the name of the new book is The Formula for Miracles, The Experience Part Two. So Brent, after you had your miracle healing on your arm, and you started to uh, research some of the great masters. I don't know if you looked at masters of the Far East who would be able to kind of be in two places at one time and sure. things like I that. Location. Yep. Yeah. Uh, amazing stuff. But the, the thing is, there are miracles. We call things uh, that we don't understand often miracles, but there's a lot more out there than we're aware of. And people have a lot more power than they think they do. So, but Brett, along the way, how do you incorporate using your own technology on yourself since that first healing? What have you done with yourself as a practice? Because listeners out there, if they decide to get your books and take your course, they're gonna know, they're going to want to know, how do I use this practically so I can work on sure. myself? Um, what I do now is a little different than what I did 15, 20 years ago. 
Sure. What I'm very focused on now is the, the higher level work, what we call the quantum field aspect, that, that there is a life force that exists around us. And people that are very open and connected to this life force tend to have amazing lives. They make a lot of money. People like them. They become famous. They have big careers. And what I learned from my mentor, Carl, was there's specific techniques of movement and meditation we can do to get consciousness back into our bodies and minds. And this will change everything. And that's what I do every day. I do special movements as well as quantum field meditations to get reconnected to the life force. It's kind of like a tube of toothpaste. The, the, the toothpaste represents your power to create wealth, abundance, happiness, love, health. Most of us have squeezed most of the toothpaste out of the tube. And we all know how frustrating it is when there's just a tiny bit of toothpaste left and you're trying to squeeze it out, right? That's how most of us live. We've squeezed out most of our life force and power, and we've got just a little bit left and we're struggling to make it through the day. So in, in the quantum field work, it, it's the more advanced parts to learn to get that toothpaste back into the tube, done through special movements and meditations to refill your body, your being with life force energy. And this is, it's not something you learn on day one. It's more like something you learn on day three. So I think for our listeners out there who are curious about this, and I'm sure all of them are, how long does it take to be able to get some uh, tangible results, to be able to do some things and work on themselves? Usually within a few days. Now, it all depends on the person and their goals, right? Uh, in terms of making shifts in the subconscious, it takes you maybe two, three hours of training. To create instant healings, again, two, three hours. But I want to tell the truth. This is not a magic wand that's going to make everything in your life be exactly the way you want overnight. There is no such thing. So there is no process that's going to be 100% perfect for healing. And the fact is, that's not true of conventional medicine either. There's never 100%. But most people can start to see some kind of shifts and results very quickly. And that the key is we have to be open to outcome that the people who get frustrated are very narrowly fixated on one issue, one result, right? Uh, so as an example, I remember I went to a homeopath a long time ago. I went to him because I had severe chronic pain, but I also had this annoying rash on my neck and he gave me some remedies. He couldn't do anything for my chronic pain, but my rash disappeared. So that's what I mean. As long as we're open to outcome, uh, almost everyone sees some kind of results or changes very quickly. The, the only trap is if you get really narrowly fixated on one thing, that, that's what I would encourage people watch out for that. That's what's going to keep you stuck. I think great points, Brent. You know, a lot of folks, I think they get into this tunnel vision, as you mentioned, where they want something very specific. And sometimes they don't realize that there could be something far greater out there for them that what they want right. and what the thing they're trying to get might not be what's best for them. It might, it might not give them the most joy uh, that, they, that they want. So we have to be open. Could you yeah. give our listeners, because I want to be, give you a couple of minutes to talk about your upcoming workshops. What's the one thing they can start on right now before they even, of course, we want them to go get your book. We want them to check out your website. We want them to take your courses. But what's one thing that people can kind of get started on to like start to rewire their brain on their own and their perspective? Sure. So here's a question I would love everyone to ask themselves. What exactly are you? 
because we'll look at the secret law of attraction, positive thinking. They'll all tell us, oh, you are a powerful being. You can create the life you want. Okay, I'm not going to argue with that. What I am going to say is, what exactly is this you, this consciousness in your head that you identify as you? I'm not going to offer an answer because I just want everybody to ask the question because that's the question almost nobody asks. Most of us think we, we, we have an idea or a sense of what we are. And this is so fundamental because what if you're off or wrong about that? What if you don't know who you are or what you are? And if that's the case, you're going to have a heck of a time getting to where you want to be in life. But Great one thing point. I learned from my mentor was to get somewhere, you have to know where you are and where you want to go. Exactly. Great. So That's start right. by asking yourself, what, who are you? This consciousness in your head. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you don't have an answer. In fact, the best answer is, I don't know. Because so that true. creates an opening for the solution to come in, right? When exactly. you're aware you don't know something, you can, you can find the answer. Fantastic. Great job, Brent. Brent Michael Phillips. The latest edition from the acclaimed healer and author, The Formula for Miracles, The Experience Part 2. I want to give you a couple of minutes to talk about your upcoming uh, workshop and uh, where people can find you and your work. Sure. The easiest thing is just hop onto my website at awakeningdynamics.com. So just go to awakeningdynamics.com. You'll see a lot of cool stuff on the homepage. There's a link to my YouTube channel. There's a whole bunch of great free videos to get you started. You'll also see a link to the SICA training to start your own awakening process. But perhaps most importantly, you'll see a big button that says, save my seek. I do live webinars about eight times a year. And in the webinar, I'm gonna walk everybody through all the seven tools of higher dimensional living and do some interactive processes with you. So you can start to experience this for yourself. Because I know there's a lot of people in self-improvement that blow a lot of hot air and make a lot of promises and don't deliver much. What I would ask the listeners to do is just have your own experience. You don't have to believe any of this because I said it or you heard it on the radio. Go have your own experience and see what clicks for you. And I'll walk you through all the seven tools. I'll show you how to check yourself for subconscious blocks. We'll do some subconscious clearing on you. I'll even introduce you to the higher level work with a quantum field entrainment meditation. And I would love for everyone to have their own experience of the power, the beauty of this work that, uh, you know, I, I don't know where I'd be without it. And, and I'm really excited about getting this out there. It can do so much. Now, again, it's not a magic wand. It's not going to make your life perfect overnight, but it gives you powerful tools to move yourself forward Fantastic. and do things otherwise would be impossible. So check it out, awakeningdynamics.com. Terrific. Great job, Brent. Always great to connect with you. Again, everybody, I took Brent's course. He's terrific. Good stuff, Brent. Great to see you. And uh, let's do it again at some point. That'd be awesome. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Hey, two solid conversations with Karen Noe, psychic medium, and Brent Michael Phillips, creator of Awakening Dynamics. So what did we learn? I think from Karen we learned if you're open to working with devices, if you will, like the uh, Angel Quest Oracle cards, that can be a great way of helping you to connect to the universal consciousness so you can get some direct communication and it's just that you have to have an open mind if you're going to if you're going to work with something like oracle cards and you have to protect them you have to ground yourself and also you have to make sure that you make them all your own as karen mentioned 
from Brent, I think we got similar in information in that in Awakening Dynamics. One of the things that Brett is kind of inspiring us to do is to kind of clear things out of the way so we can have the most direct connection with universal consciousness to get the information that we need that can help us. So again, you've got to be open. You've got to clear out the clutter and get the direction, connect, direct connection going with the universal intelligence or consciousness and be open to it and be open to receiving and be open to allowing, be open to what if and other solutions in mind for us beyond what we think we need at a specific time. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday on KCAA at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. You can stream it. You can download it. You can listen to my worldwide podcast and YouTube that post every Thursday. The YouTube features the videos of our interviews. We're talking about going on to Rumble now, so you may see us there. I may have an announcement in a week or two on that. And we've got a lot of great guests coming up. We've got another guest coming up uh, who was one of the stars of The Secret. So I'm very pleased to, to mention that, and I will be announcing that next week. So, Guys Guys Radio, you can also check me out on my website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com. You can download three free chapters of my novel, the Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is a source material of everything Guy's Guy's. It's about two men in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's been called the male successor to Sex in the City. And uh, it's, a, it's a romp, and it's about savvy women and flawed men and finding their way through the uh, turbulent and exciting world of advertising in New York City. So I hope you can check that out. You can also download any of my 300-plus blog posts about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, all on my website, robertmanny.com. So that's all we have for you this week, friends. I'm going to see you next week. And we've got a great show coming up, as I mentioned. And I will be revealing that to you during the week on social media. So check me out there. And until then, have a great week. And thank you. And as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs> <laughs>